Think about when you were a child, if somebody asked you to color with crayons, you colored all over the page. And by the time you were two or three, your teacher, your mother, somebody said you have to color inside the line. And that kind of limited us. But I say make believe there is no box. Yeah, and I value that because I think that a lot of people that I talk to who don't consider themselves to be creatives, their reluctance really just lies in, in fear. This is Well Connected by Murad, the podcast and digital magazine that connects the dots between science and wellness, so you can trust the stories and information you're reading. I'm Lily Stamps. I'm an artist and the founder of Lolly Lolly Ceramics. I'm very excited to be the host for this episode of Well Connected. And today is a very special episode because we're talking to the one and only Dr. Murad. We all know him as the pioneering dermatologist and founder of Murad Skincare. But I was surprised to learn that he's also an artist himself. In fact, he refers to his art as his third career, and many of his works are on display in the Murad office. Believe it or not, art and creative expression really can influence our overall health. With me now to talk about the connection between science, art, and our health is Dr. Murad. How are you doing today? Thanks for doing this for me. Thanks for doing it for me. So you're a dermatologist. You're also an entrepreneur, which I am myself. But I've also recently learned that you're a painter, a prolific painter at that. Is that one of your pieces behind you there? That is. Um, it started out very in a very unusual way. Yeah. I would love to hear more about that. There was a point in time when... Somebody asked me, would you ever draw anything? I'd say, no, I know nothing about art. I can't draw a (laughs) circle. I can't draw a cat or a dog or anything. Uh, And that's not anything I would like doing. But we went on vacation, my wife and I, and we took an art class together. Uh, The teacher said to me at the end of the class, don't take any more lessons. I said, "Uh oh, (laughs) what did I do wrong? (laughs) She said, you know what? You have a unique talent. And uh, if you take a lesson, they'll spoil you. So what happened is I went home, I got busy, and I put the art supplies away. About a year later, I had a retinal detachment in my eye. Oh, wow. And in order to treat it, I had to put my chin on my chest for a month. I I couldn't do anything. And my wife said, well, you know, we have all these art supplies. Why don't you just at least do that? I began doing that. And my life changed. Yeah, I can relate to that. I I actually have been a creative my entire life. I've always done lots of different types of mediums, whether it's weaving, painting, um, clay is kind of what I've landed on. Business was always the one thing that I kind of strayed away from. I was like, no, entrepreneurialism, Uh. not for me. (laughs) And of course, it kind of was meant to be. It kind of smacked me in the head and I realized I'm actually really good at it. And, you know, I, I had to really lean into it. So I can relate to that, but probably it just flipped a different A different <laughs> time, yeah. Was there a mm-hmm. moment for you that changed you from being an entrepreneur and everything else and becoming the artist? For me, it was only just a few years ago. I kind of just started to sell my work, mostly because I was in a position where I needed to raise money for Uh, study abroad, for example. And it was one of those situations where more of my audience kind of decided for me, like, hey, we really like what you're doing, actually, so you should keep selling. And I kind of had to work backwards. You know, I had the creative component. I also have a background in graphic design. So I was able to 
do all the creative parts, but I had to work my way backwards to really understand what it means to operate a business. Feel much better at it now, but <laughs> it took a while for me to get there. Yeah, it's not easy. No, and I'm still learning too, you know, everyone is. I had no idea I, I was a business person because I started a business and I had no knowledge of business. I hired different people who knew maybe less than I, and I didn't know anything. And, but eventually, things work out. You begin to learn from yourself. Allow the unique you to blossom. Allow you to have that talent that you maybe didn't even know you had. And for me, art was something I never dreamed of, but it changed my life. It really changed my life. On that topic of painting, I'm curious more of how it really helped you during your recovery. It sounds like you had issues with your eyes. So how did the painting really help that? Well, because I really couldn't see that well what I was doing. And essentially, I painted more like a child because I, I could put the paint down here and there, but I didn't really see what it was and the color wasn't as clear. That inner child is so important. And think about when you were a child, if somebody asked you to color with crayons, you colored all over the page. And by the time you were two or three, your teacher, your mother, somebody said you have to color inside the line. And that kind of limited us. But I say make believe there is no box. And that's the way I do my art. Yeah, and I value that because I think that a lot of people that I talk to who don't consider themselves to be creatives, their reluctance really just lies in, in fear. And you never really know what you'll yield when you try something new. And um, that's how I, again, feel about my business. You know, I was always so afraid of it. And I never really had great examples in my life of entrepreneurs. So it was like a, a fear of an unknown. And then when I really kind of got into it, I learned that I could make it my own version. Like I don't have to follow all the different business models that everyone else does. I can make it my own model, you know, and I think that's such a special, unique thing. We are all born with a unique commodity called life. It's stressed by the environment and it's up to us to make the best of it. Art is that way too. And, and really, if you're, if you're failing, you're, in a way, you're being successful because you learn from it. Any really successful entrepreneur has failed at least once and sometimes many times before they become really successful. Let's talk about stress, because I think that stress can also kind of be in that same realm. I learned that art can be a form of a stress reliever. And is that something that you really kind of promote in your practice or you kind of teach other people or even in your own work? Do you use art as a therapy? We call it art therapy. We have a little bit of lecture talking about stress and why it's more stressful now. I call it cultural stress, the stress of modern living, the rules and regulation, the digital dependency, the expectations. And cultural stress is constant, pervasive. It's never going to go away. We're going to have more and more needs in that way, as we all know, especially with COVID. So when mm -hmm. we look at those, all of those negatives to it, and then you go to a place where you're open-minded. You can do art the way you feel like you're doing it. You can become yourself. I began to see things much more clearly. I understood myself. I began mm -hmm. to be more of a child, which, mm -hmm. you know, in a way, uh, 
artistic talent, you have to allow that uniqueness of you to come out. How do you deal with it is important. So it's not the stress, it's how you deal with it. And if art can help you in that way, you deal with that stress, which helps you, again, in whatever it is that you're interested in because you're going to be more happy and you're going to be more successful. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's all connected. And drinking water is, to me, a form of self-care and just making sure that I'm kind of tuning into my inner self. Um, but, but also exercise. I think sweating has always been important for me and my mental health. There's just a lot of different things that I, I personally try to do to make sure I maintain. Because art, again, has become a business right. for me. But there's other outlets to help me maintain my stress. I'm curious too how like stress really gets reflected and affects our skin. You're probably the best person to really know that. When you're younger, you're more hydrated. Mm -hmm. And what happens when you're under stress? You have underarm perspiration, sweaty palms, mm -hmm. affects your skin and makes you more dehydrated. Yeah. So physically, that's what's beginning to happen to you. Your cells are being damaged by the free radicals caused by the stress, and they're releasing water and they can't function at their optimal level. So to pivot a little bit, I would love to hear more about your art patio at the offices. I keep hearing about them and I want to know what that's all about. You have to come and visit. So, Oh, I'd love to. Yeah, whenever we have new hires, uh, at least prior to COVID, uh, we used to have lectures on art, but I call it art therapy. But the lecture was essentially explaining to you about life and how hydration is important and uh, truly going into depth and explaining cultural stress, the stress of modern living that we go through. And, that, and then at the end, I have people, I give them a coloring paper with Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, whatever. And I say, here, you have five minutes, color. And they color, everybody colors inside the line. And I say, you all failed. So what do you mean <laughs> I failed? I said, yeah, we're talking about being youthful and have, thinking out of the box, making believe there is no box. So they, they learn that lesson, lesson a little bit. And then we go outside, everyone gets a canvas and we have all colors of paint. And then I say, what color should I put on? And they say, Purple. I throw purple on the canvas. And they, somebody else says green. And then I take the canvas and I bang it on the floor and spin it. And I say, here it is. Will you pay me $250,000 for this art piece? It took me a long time to make it. Everyone's laughing and giggling. And so the idea is give them some joy of being that child. You don't have to be a perfectionist. For COVID, for example, not to, I don't know, COVID can be kind of hard to talk about, but do you feel like that had an effect on your art at all? Like, did you stop painting? Did you try new things? Absolutely, it did. For about six or eight months, I didn't do any art at all. Cultural stress attacked me. COVID has a deleterious effect on us so badly. Yeah, and I can relate. I, I kind of stopped creating for a while and kind of pivoted to a different type of creating, which is more of kind of that social media type of creation. And it's also good to take time off for a while as well. I always try to remind myself that, that it's okay. If you stop for a while, just kind of get back into it whenever you're feeling good about it or have people who can hold you accountable and keep you, remind you, you know, what it felt like. I say when you come to a wall in the road, it's telling you to make a turn. So that's what sort of begins to happen. You see, this is 
something is holding me back, so and I have to change my life and go in that other direction. And certainly art, for me, uh, has been a very big portion of what has helped me do go through that transition. What is your favorite part of creating your art? I think just kind of honestly zoning out. I'm, I'm sure you can relate to this. Um, I mentioned earlier that I have a background in graphic design, and that's what my career was before I decided to be an entrepreneur. And um, I was always on my computer, just looking at a screen all day. And the reason I got into ceramics in my late 20s is because I really wanted to get my hands dirty and just to use my hands again. I really yearned for that sensation. You mentioned about your age, and I think age should have no impact. I started my business when I was 50 years old. Oh, you don't say. Had no idea of business. I had no business classes. I just felt like I had something to offer and I wanted to make it available. I learned my lesson by making a lot of mistakes. But in the end, I became very successful. We always hear that age doesn't really matter, but then society sometimes kind of knocks you down a little bit and makes you still feel like it does. And I, I started my business when I was 30, so I can relate in that <laughs> sense of feeling like, oh, I should know all this stuff by now. But then it's like, oh my gosh, it's, it's so silly. You keep learning. It's not just the age. It's that spirit of wanting to go higher on climbing that mountain that you're going to never get to the top of, but you want to get further and further up. I like to tell people to trust the universe. I think that having an idea of what you want to do and having values is so important. That's a good start, but you also have to just kind of trust that things will work out the way they should. I mean, as long as you're also kind of working hard too towards your goals. Yeah, and your goals, you know, may not be met. And one of the problems with a lot of us is we expect so much of ourselves that we always think we're failures. Mm -hmm. So I said, expect less, be happy. And, mm -hmm. and then it's easier to go from there to the next step. But when you're very critical of yourself, it makes a big difference. And uh, life's lesson is uh, try to be happy with who you are. That, well, that makes me think, too, that sometimes being kind of this trailblazer for yourself can be kind of lonely. It, it just can be kind of hard. And I think that's also those are also moments where people kind of get really caught up and give up. And that's when that's when you got to find your tribe. You got to find people in your life who maybe don't even un totally understand, but just kind of support you and hold you accountable. Dr. Murad, thanks so much for joining me today. It was such an honor to connect with you about the power of art. And I'm excited to see you again. I'm sure we will. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Yes. Have a good rest of your day. You too. That's it for this episode of Well Connected, a podcast for Murad. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review, and connect with us at wellconnected.murad.com. Thanks for listening.